You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Visit bpn.fm to discover more. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, Josh, what are you listening to? Doing good. No, I asked you what you're listening to. No, it's a song. Oh, what's that from? Hey everybody, welcome back to What's That From? A podcast where we explore musicals we don't know, but probably should. I'm Kate. And I'm Josh, and this week we're exploring the musical It's a Bird, It's a Plane, It's Superman! How exciting. It's fun. It's exactly what it sounds like. (laughs) You like WandaVision? (laughs) Okay, I was thinking about this, though. Like, is there tension that we're saying this? Because I will agree, and I think Josh agrees as well. WandaVision, we're big fans. But that is not in the same universe that this is in. Yeah. So will we get... We get hate for being like, if you love WandaVision, you'll love Superman. If you like superhero movies, you like superhero movies. Yeah, but I feel like people get passionate about like DC versus Marvel. Yeah, I mean like DC movies are not, I was about to say like a really definite statement, but I don't want to like make anybody (laughs) angry. I prefer Marvel movies. (laughs) Well, I prefer Marvel movies, but I prefer DC musicals and that's the T. Oh yeah, that's true. Right? Do DC only have... No, no Spider Man is Marvel. Say less. Oh. <laughs> we don't need to say anymore about Spider Man. Turn off the dark. But how about we get into that thirty second plot challenge, Kate? <sighs> okay, this is about to be the most generic thing you've ever heard in your whole life. So get ready. It'll probably take me like fifteen seconds because no. I. It'll be super. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! <laughs> Here we go. Three, two, go. There's a man who is Superman. His name's Clark Kent, and he pretends to be a normal guy. And there's a girl who like lo- doesn't really love Cl- Clark Kent, but loves Superman. And then there's a villain who comes in, and he wants to destroy Superman because he's the villain. And then Lois Lane's like, oh my gosh, love Superman, but don't really love Clark Kent because he's a nerd. But then they're actually the same person, and then he saves the day. You still got five seconds. Um, <laughs> chaos ensues. Yeah. <laughs> And there's a bunch of, like, many side characters who pop up for a song and then disappear. Who pop up for a song. Okay, and for those of you, I feel like the most What's That From song from this musical. I was about to say the whole title, but it's going to get exhausting. It's a bird, it's a plane, it's Superman. Um, is You've Got Possibilities. Yep. 
which is not even sang by like a super significant character. Right. Like it's not Lois Lane. It's just like <laughs> this other secretary in the office place. That blew that blows my mind because I feel like that is the song where I was listening to the album and I was like, "Oh, this is what this is from." But it's not even sang by the main character and this is a song that everyone sings. And it's the best song in the show. Like I'll go ahead yeah. and say it. It like <laughs> no other song tops it. And like I think all the music is great. The music is so great. It's cute, it's funky. It's got like a lot of flavors to it. Yeah. Um and it rides the right line of like being like a comic book like sticky, you know what I Agreed. mean? Agreed. Yes, I think But you got possibilities as like the best for yes. sure. But it's just funny in this show because it's kind so of insignificant. Yeah. There's like a, a few random numbers in this. Yeah. But it kind of pops off. Yeah, musically. I think it's fun. I was pleasantly surprised. Yeah. When we did it, like when we decided we were doing it, I was really like, I don't know this show. I don't even really know what to expect. Yeah. But I was really pleasantly surprised. Yeah, I think the plot is pretty thin, which we'll get into, but... Yeah. The music is very fun and unique, and I first got exposed to it when I saw Prince of Broadway on Broadway, oh, and how Prince it was directed, directed it. Mm-hmm. And Prince of Broadway was um, like basically a review of like vignettes of like selections from shows he had either directed or produced, like the highlights of his career, basically. Right. And this was one of them, and I loved it. That yeah. was great. Yeah. And like the arrangement in that version is by Jason Rump Around and it's kind of this like salsa y dance. Yeah. And this one it's a lot like calmer, but I, it's great. It's great. So. Which was just a, a pleasant surprise. And it also just made me wonder. I mean, and now we're just getting into late, like we should probably go over the plot first. But it just, it did make me wonder like they should definitely do a revival of this because superheroes are so. True. Superheroes are so in right now. Yeah. <laughs> And I just feel like this isn't like the the music is actually really good and satisfying, and I think there's potential for some great numbers. I'm surprised more high schools don't do this, or like children's theaters. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Yeah, like I feel like I've never seen a poster for the show. No, I've never at seen the coffee anyone shop. Like I've never seen it. anybody do it. Never. But I feel like it could be fun, especially in high school. I feel like it could. There's too. a lot of parts. I think there are. Like, oh, technical aspects. Technical. I mean, he does have to fly. Yeah, which I mean isn't that hard. High schools do Peter Pan. True. But yeah, if your high school's on Peter Pan, <laughs> ask them why they haven't done Superman. Literally. <laughs> or suggest it and say you already got the stuff. So why aren't we doing? Why don't we got the goods? I will say I think this. There are a lot of characters which yeah. I think is really good, but also could be kind of hard. Yeah. Because like they all kind of have to do stuff. Mm-hmm. But anyway. Should we dive in? Should we dive in? Well, we know we take place in the classic city of Metropolis, USA. <laughs> I love how, like, the... I think it's the, like... Um, is he... I think he's, like, the... What's it? The villain. He goes to, like, MIT, but it's <laughs> Metropolis Institute yeah. of Technology. I was like, oh, okay. Somebody's like, getting clever. <laughs> <laughs> clever alert. Yeah, Dr. Abner Sedgwick is the yeah. villain. So, Superman, Man of Steel, everybody's favorite. You know, he just introduces the audience like, I'm doing good. Like, hi, I'm Superman. And the opening is just like establishing. Yeah. He's a superhero. Yeah. 
I like that song. I love that song. I love it a lot. I thought it was great. I discovered this one actually like freshman year, looking at like a material that I could be singing. Yeah. I was like, this is a cute, cute song. Yeah, no, cute song. Yeah. So it's kind of, and I feel like this, I'm, I'll be fully honest, I'm not super, from, super familiar with Superman's story, but I know enough to know Clark right. Kent, The Disguise, Lois Lane. Amy Adams is in one of those movies. Yes, yeah. like I know enough to know that. And so this musical is comforting in that way because even reading the plot, I was like, oh, this is exactly what I expected it to be. Yeah. Which I kind of like when that happens. You know what I mean? Yep. <laughs> so it's kind of like the, you know, we're in Metropolis. Obviously, like... We go through like a, like a section where they just kind of like introduce all the characters. Like, right. It's like... Here's Superman. Here's Lois Lane. She's like the good reporter at the planet where they work at. Right. And she's she expresses that she loves Superman. Right. But it's clear that Clark Kent is into her. And she, like so many boys are into her. Like everybody at the office right. wants to be with her. Right. And she like... She's like, but Superman yeah. keeps saving me. Yeah, she's giving him the time of day. Because <laughs> like, she's like, I keep getting in dire situations, and then Superman saves me. How convenient. <laughs> toxic relationship. Talk, like a little bit toxic. Like definitely Could a bit a bit problematic yeah. in a lot of ways, but yet here we are. So she is like super into that situation. And uh, And then we meet Max Minken. Who is um, also he's a theatrical columnist. He writes about like Broadway shows. Yeah, and he's salty. And I like I was like you know what honestly smart on them to like how are we gonna make this more of a Broadway show? And they work out of like a newspaper. Right. That's added like a theater. Right. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, that's honestly such a smart move. Yeah. In a musical of this, he's just like so salty too. Yeah, makes sense for a theater. Makes sense. Theater. Yeah, just like upset and angry, <laughs> and so. He is, like, kind of a downer to Lois, uh, kind of, like, just putting down her dreams. Yeah. And then, you know, she kind of is, like, ugh, but, like, love Superman. And they show uh, Jim Morgan, who's, like, a lab assistant. He has a crush on her. He and they sings, sing We Don't Matter yeah, at All, which right. is also kind of a random song. So random. <laughs> um, But I like it. Yeah, me That's too. That's my second favorite song. I mean, we're kind of jumping a section, but... Yeah. That's my second favorite song behind You Got Possibilities. Which also, like, and You Got Possibilities could not exist in the show and the show would have been fine. And yeah. I feel like this also could not have existed in the show. You would have still been. Like, it definitely, like, this is where it starts to feel like a stretch of a musical to me. Yeah. It's when they're adding, like, random songs because there's not really that many, like, musical moments that are inspired by, like, the events of a Superman comic. Right. That's that makes true. sense? That does make sense. Yeah. And so then um, Dr. Abner Sedgwick is the villain. He's like the, a professor at MIT, like we said. And a he's a time <laughs> Nobel Prize loser. And he sings like a really silly song about that. Um, and he just wants. He's just bitter and jaded. Bitter, jaded, wants and, revenge. And so he's like, the only way people will respect me, like scientifically, is if I do something really evil, because then, like, they'll know about it. <laughs> it's like what? But I'm I feel like, like that's you're not kind wrong. Of, <laughs> right, right. It's like every villain's narrative where they're like, I just want to be remembered. Right. <laughs> so then, um, Max is still kind of like going after Lois. Going after Lois, and like. It's funny because he tries to, 
like get it reeler in with a little like song and dancing and he's like the theater columnist and it's like oh my god shut up literally shut up right he's a theater columnist. yeah yeah like it's just like oh my gosh max enough <laughs> but so he sort of like does that and then then we meet sydney who sings you've got possibilities right. who's max's secretary, secretary and then now she has a it's like everybody's got a crush on somebody like, i don't know what's in the air at this newspaper but they are all and like, it's also like you guys are adults why aren't we expressing this openly like yeah. they're all so awkward about it i feel like right so then she sings you got possibilities to clark kent which is funny because she's like you're so boring like i think you could do something like you could be something and you know he's like the man like, <laughs> he like is the super the superest of the mans so funny it's honestly like a genius number it's so funny yeah so then like there's kind of this conflict where like lois lane is like oh gosh like i love superman because he's literally saved my life 15 times which it's just like it's still how does so- she end up in those this is like a dangerous city <laughs> metropolis you do not want to visit um and why is it always her like so they're always like all right you know what we're just always gonna go after lois lane so um she's kind of like mm, struggling between like like wh- she just doesn't really care for all the guys that like all of her suitors yeah, and she's like, well, what do I want? Like, I keep getting saved by Superman, but should I just settle for one of these, like, average people? Right. And so then Superman gets trapped because um, he's, like, invited to the inauguration of the MIT Physics Hall, <laughs> which is named for him. Right. And um, then Dr. Sedgwick, like, <laughs> ma- goes under, like, a psychoanalysis that, like, <laughs> leaves his, like, like, he just gets so, like, down on himself and, like... Right. So obsessed with the fact of, like, what he actually does, like, saving people and, like, not being enough and, like, actually being it's able to cry. sad. Yeah. I'm like, I was listening whoa. to it and I was like, whoa. <laughs> I was like, Superman is, like, going He's through like, it. Like They're like, all right, we're not going to get him on a physical side, but if we get in the brain, we're going to freak him up. Like and they did. He sounds, like, <laughs> drunk and, like, sad. Yeah, it's, it's quite depressing. But I guess, like... It's supposed to show that, like, Superman is... Like, he's, he's got, he's like... He's human, too. Kind of human, too. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone can relate to Superman. <laughs> sure. He's got his insecurities. So, mm. once they get him, once they weaken him, then, of course... They like, do this big, like, groovy number, and then yes. a bombing happens. <laughs> and, like, the speakers collapse, and, like, everything's collapsing. You know, it's like the typical, like, ha, 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 I'm the villain, and now I'm going to destroy stuff. Right. And so um, Superman has to, like, hold up everything because it's all going to collapse. And he, the Dr. Cedric starts, like, blowing things up. And, like, they he thought that, like, quote, unquote, humbling Superman would have stopped him from saving the day. Right. But in true superhero fashion. He saves the day. He saves the day. Obviously. So then he's like even more angry now. He wants him dead. And so. It's funny. And I like, I'll directly quote this from like a synopsis that we read. Like, it's, they they describe his plan. They're like, Dr. Sedgwick, he wants him dead. He's devised a plan so evil, (laughs) so nasty, so devilishly clever that the world will have to finally recognize that he. Dr. Sedgwick is indeed a great scientist. Like, you know, somebody was <laughs> smiling when they wrote that. It's also like... 
Like, are you kidding me? Like, you got into Superman's head, and this man's just trying to prove he's a good scientist, yeah. and he's going to all this? Like, you think <laughs> Superman's insecure. Dr. Cedric is the one that really has got some issues. True. You know what I mean? True. So, he, So then Max, like, writes, like, a whole article about, um, like, ripping apart Superman and how he wasn't able to, like, protect City Hall because it got blown up, and he's trying to turn everybody against him. Which is like, sir, stay in your lane. It's like, right about Broadway. Right about Broadway, Max. Yeah. We don't need it. So then, like, you know, Superman is again like, oh, man, now Max is, like, <laughs> writing poorly about me. All this is happening, and, and I just like, feel all this sad. weight on his shoulders. He's supposed to be the savior of humanity. Right. And so... We hit Sydney up again. We hit Sydney up again, you know, and she she learns. She has a change of heart and learns that her boss is terrible. She's like, Max, I don't want to work here anymore. She's like, you're full of yourself. Yeah. And she sings a song called, Ooh, Do You Love You? (laughs) Got him. Honestly. Good title. Adding Sydney to, like, dream roles. (laughs) She seems to just bebop in and out. (laughs) It's a princess track. It's a princess track, but, like, she's got purpose and possibilities. You know what I mean? Yeah. So... Then, like, the Max and the Professor form an alliance because they both are just salty about Superman. And they try to, like... They do this, like, you duet. You got what I need. And they're like, we can't defeat him alone, but together we can take him down. We can take him down. And I'm like, why is the Broadway columnist trying to take down <laughs> Superman? It's like the most... And, like, it's like a, a scientist and a Broadway columnist walk into a bar It's like, what a random pairing. But anyway, they end up like, they, I don't, they get Lois abducted by this acrobatic team. Because they know that, yeah. Which is also kind of problematic. It's problematic. Yeah, because it's supposed to be like a Chinese team. So they're the Lings. Yeah, which is just like, uh, It just feels like really outdated. Really outdated. If they, and I... In it's the, an old show. I mean, like, in the movie version of it, right, I know they changed outdated. it yeah, to be that. like the mob, like mobsters, which I think is like a little bit more of like a, a f- funny bit about it, like yeah. something about or like that feels a lot more musical theater to me. It's yeah, like I don't think we need to like do that. Yeah, you know, or like they could be acrobats, but let's just make them acrobats. Right. Like, we don't it just need feels to like to give to them be a sticky, and it doesn't need to be. A it shtick. doesn't need to be a shtick. Yeah. And it shouldn't be. Yeah, it just comes off as like an unnecessary problematic Yeah, it's just stereotype. outdated. It's from the 60s. Like, it's, it's just outdated. It's outdated, yeah. And we know better. Yeah. But they haven't done it since, so I'm sure, I guarantee you they change it. They even change it for the movie, so I think they knew. I don't think they changed it for the City Center's production. Which no is way. Like, ugh, yeah. Yikes. Maybe they didn't know. But no, I don't think it would happen. No. Yeah. Or you'd hope. I'd hope. Oh my gosh. That'd be so painful. Sometimes, I don't know, people do stuff and I'm like, whoa. <laughs> do you know what I mean, though? Right. I want to think in today's world they wouldn't do that. Anyway. So then she's trapped and she's like, you know what? He saved me 15 times before. I doubt he would let me die on the 16th. So she sings, I'm not finished yet. Right. And she was right. She was right. <laughs> he yet again. literally comes in at the button of the number. Yep. And um, he saves her. Fighting, they sing a song called Pow Bam Zonk, <laughs> which is <laughs> would incredible. Would love to see this number. Would love to see this number. And um, and then Sedgwick um, accidentally electrocutes himself. 
Obviously. Like all bad villains end up doing is hurting themselves. Yep. And then, you know, Superman does his little up, up, and away and um, goes to save another another day. Heading towards Metropolis. Yeah. This place is Is cursed. Center (laughs) of despair. Metropolis is cursed. You've heard of Lamez? It's based on this. Based on Metropolis. (laughs) Paris? It's actually Metropolis. It should be called Lay Metropolis. (laughs) With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. <laughs> Literally should be because these <laughs> poor people like, are Lois, suffering. How does Lois Lane sleep at night? Does she know she's like the plot point? I kind of wish that like they had more of a moment. Yeah. Her and him. Yeah. Because we've been fight, we've been watching her fight to be with him, and then he's like. Peace. Does she even realize? Like in the musical, I don't even think it's a plot point that she's like, "Oh, Clark Kent is Superman." Right. Like I feel like the one, like the one thing. No, like one of the things right. about this that feels weak to me is that it feels just like a comic book. Yes. Where it started in the middle of a concept that everybody already knows. Like, it's Mm -hmm. just a chapter in the life of Superman. Mm -hmm. Rather than, like, not that we need to see an origin every single time or, like, a closed-up ending. But, like, it just feels a little too much slice of life. Yeah, like, this is just another day. Another day in Metropolis. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, this is the 16th time this has happened, and right. we're just watching it this Like, why time. is it, like, it feels almost generic, even though it's so dramatic, because I'm like, this happens every day. But, in the same vein, I feel as if I kind of like when they do that, because then they're not really trying to do anything else. Like, right. I kind of, that's why I, um, maybe an unpopular opinion, but that's why I loved Spongebob, is because they didn't try to make it anything else. It was simply an episode of Spongebob. You're right. Like, it wasn't like they were like, all right, we're going to add this plot and this plot and this plot. And then, like, Sandy and Spongebob are going to fall in love. And then this is going to happen. And, like, it was just kind of like... Right. You turn on an episode of Spongebob, and then you watch the episode, and th- then they just added a bunch of songs to it. You're right. I agree. So if so you like Superman... I'd have a different reaction. Yeah. So I felt like that about Spongebob when I saw it. So. Yeah. You're right. I see that. Yeah. Really and like, and like, I'm like a fan of SpongeBob. So then I liked it. Right. And like, I'm sure if you like the Superman comics and like you appreciate Superman, I bet you would be like, this was such a perfect comic right. with music. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. I see that. You know? Yeah, Cause then it's like, that. you're not trying to, cause sometimes I think that is also a little bit of the challenge with superhero, um, with superhero musicals is that 
they're so grand and there's so much that happens in any of the comics. I mean, the Marvel universe and the DC universe, I mean, they, they've, they go on for so long with so many different characters that right. intertwine, that mix, that like do all this crazy intricate stuff that if you tried to make a musical, like imagine if you tried to make like the whole Marvel universe a musical, you could never. Yeah. You'd have to introduce like every character, every side plot. That's why they have so many movies and so many like right. different recreations of them because they're so complex. So I think like maybe it's better to do it simpler because if you tried to make it more complex, it would just be like, why are you overwhelming me with so much information? Yeah, you're right. You know what I mean? Yeah, I see that. The other thing that I was thinking what wasn't working for me was I think just the fact that superheroes live not even I'm I'm sorry like I should clarify not just for this musical superhero musicals like for Spider-Man and for this I think already live in like such a heightened world yes and musicals already live in such a heightened world yeah and they don't feel like they live in the same kind of heightened world yes. so i feel like when they're combined it's like two things you have to like accept I like when agree. you see a musical you just have to accept that given circumstance these people just burst out in the song mm-hmm. and when you see superhero movies you just have to accept these people are just given these incredible abilities that don't act- actually exist in our world true you just like, accept it yeah. so i feel like those two combined is like okay wait so he's a superhero, but he also sings. You know what I mean? I yes. Like two okay, that, like, that's true. Clash a little bit for me. Yes, I feel like for yes, I would agree, and I think that like what I think is weird, and I think that separates this from Spider Man is whenever I like hear or like see anything about Spider Man the musical, like that looks like Spider Man Live presented to you by Nick. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it it looks like a like more of an spectacle. amusement thing, but yeah. this like. Is a musical. a musical, yeah, for sure. All of the songs, all of the like talking in it, like really sounds like yeah. musical theater. And like, yeah, like um, Charles Strauss wrote the music, and he wrote "Bye Bye Birdie" and "Annie." Classic. So like, hello, yeah. that is Broadway. Pure, pure blood <laughs> from musical theater. Yes. Yeah. So it's like, what were we expecting? I kind of I understand what you're saying though. They are two worlds that are like already you have to like jump over to accept something yes that's not real about it yeah so it's like two jumps yeah it's like you're flying it's like up up and away (laughs) you know what i mean what did you like feel about it though like what was your favorite part um because we were kind of talking about songs so like what's your favorite song yeah well my okay my favorite songs i really liked obviously you've got possibilities but i liked um it's Superman, the lowest yes. song, too. I like that, too. I, it was, like, a little, and like... like all the reprises of it, too. Yeah. It was very... I, I just liked the way it was written. And I also liked the different group numbers. Like, I, I feel like a lot of... Anytime the town sang or there was, like, multiple people involved with singing, I was like, whoa! This is such a good quality group number. Gives me very, like, Promises, Promises, 60s musical. Yes. Doobop vibes. Yeah. And, um... It, they did do a um, like filmed version of it in um, 1975. Mm-hmm. ABC did like a TV version where they changed some things. They yeah. took away some songs. They added a new song, and they updated the arrangements. They sound even more groovier, right? Because I already thought they were groovy, and then like yeah. they, the actual like the TV version. This is on YouTube. The whole thing. Yeah. And I skipped through it, and um, I like those arrangements even yeah. more than the Broadway one. 
People, though, did not really receive the movie very well. Yeah. They said it lost, like, its sparkle. Yeah, it looked very cheap. And I think I think what's also interesting to note is when you're looking at the people that were in the original Broadway cast, this was, like, kind of their only thing. Because I was like, oh, who played, like, Superman, Clark Kent, you know? And it's like, oh, well, Bob Holiday, he's known for playing Superman in this right. musical. Like, I think a lot of these people, that's, like, their thing. I think it's interesting. That's so true. Like Lois Lane, Patricia Morand. Like when you look her up, best known for her role in musical theater, Lois Lane. And it's a bird. It's like, I think that's pretty interesting. Yeah. But it wasn't like received badly. Mm -mm. Like it was well reviewed. Um, It just didn't do that well with like gaining audience members. And so it closed after three and a half months and cost $600,000, which was unprecedented at the time yeah. and was Broadway's biggest flop at the time. Which is, which is sad. so sad. But the one thing that I really, like one of the big things I took away from Prince of Broadway actually was about, it's a bird's playing Superman. It was that like after each number and like after different sections, like the cast would come out dressed as Hal Prince and would say things like, from his perspective and one of the things he said after this like section of it was that like one of the big things he learned was that even if a show isn't a financial success it can be an artistic success right so like even though the show didn't do very well it still propelled him forward and he learned so much that made him who he was so true I i feel like not to get super analytical about it but i think that's what broadway is missing currently yeah is that no one's willing to take a risk on something that's an artistic success this is a bold yeah concept for a show right and it just wasn't well received but like it wasn't poorly executed no you know like the album is great yeah and the music is so fun and i love that there's a superman musical yeah and it's like so cute and it is a musical like and it's not like I know we keep comparing it to Spider-Man, but I guess it's just innately comparable to Spider-Man because that is also a superhero musical. Right. But that's like, okay, we're doing a thing about super Spider-Man. Now we have to like have a bunch of cool effects. Okay, now we have a bunch of cool effects and we need to get a rock band to write the musical. And we need to get that rock band because people know the rock. Like that, that was trying to be a huge box office smash hit money-making show. Right. Where, like we said before with this show, and like you just said with the Prince of Broadway thing, like, this was actually artistic. Yeah. And, like, I feel like Superman, I mean, Spider-Man is more about, like, action fighting, like, lights and, like, Mm -hmm. special effects. And I feel like this was more about, like, the characters' relationships, honestly. Yes. Less than about, like, the fighting and stuff. And I think also, like, this is um, Superman, this villain, I mean... I could be misspeaking. Like I said, I don't really know that much about Superman. But I don't think this is like, you know, Spider-Man's like the Green Goblin. Everyone knows who the Green right. Goblin is. Like, oh, that's like the typical Spider-Man villain. They're going to fight to the blah, blah, blah. But right. like, this is just like I think this, a random. I think it's he's unique to the musical. Yeah. So I think that's kind of fun, too. Yeah. Super fun. <laughs> Superman. <laughs> what was your favorite song? Like I said, definitely you got possibilities mm-hmm. and um, we don't matter at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we don't matter at all. So <laughs> The original production did get nominated for three Tony Awards. It's true. In 1966, got nominated for Best Performance by a Leading Actor, Best Performance by a Featured Actor, and Best Performance by a Featured Actress. Yeah. But nobody won. <laughs> That's okay. Yeah. You can't win them all. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. 
They also did an add-on course like we were talking about in 2013. Mm-hmm. And the videos from that look cute. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like a concert of the songs would be so cute. Yeah. I would love to see like a college do this or something. Yeah. Why aren't why isn't anyone doing this? I feel like it'd be good, like fun. There's like, so many people in it. Material or songs to do in class. And like, there's just so many characters, and yeah. like the, a lot of them have some sort of like even just right off the bat, just thinking of the basic synopsis without even any sort of background townspeople of Metropolis. You literally have Superman, the Doctor Sedgwick, Max. You have Lois, Sydney. Like it's great. It's great. It's great. Cast. Oh. And there's like dancing in it. Like the group numbers sound like there would be dancing in yeah. it. Yeah. You know, like. And the music is satisfying and challenging, but not like anything. I don't know. I just listen. <laughs> Anyone out there who is uh, has the power within them to produce shows at any level, whether it be at a grade school, high school, college, professionally. <laughs> I would take a I would take a little look see at this show, cause cause superheroes are in, <laughs> and this could be could nobody money. nobody's doing Spider Man because that show's cursed, <laughs> and I don't think Only you the can. Rights are out, but I think the rights are out for this one. So I think that more people need to do this. What would you rate it? I think I rate it like an eight out of ten. Yeah. I think I give it a cute seven out of ten. Yeah, because I it, it surprised me. Yeah, it did surprise me too. I I didn't know what to expect at all. I really went in knowing absolutely nothing. I was genuinely surprised when I was listening to the album and you've got possibilities even came on. I didn't even know that was from this. Really? Really? Yeah. yeah. So I really didn't know anything, and I ended up being like, oh, oh, like the, like as the album kept going, I was doing stuff in my room or doing different things, and yeah. every time I'd be like, oh. Oh, this is fun. Yeah, and then like another fun. song would happen. I'd be like, oh my gosh, another one. Yeah. So it definitely, it snuck up on me. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. It's, um, lies low, but could rise high. Could fly. Could fly high. <laughs> <laughs> this makes me want to, want to put on a cape and be in some peril. Let's <laughs> <laughs> see, jump out my window. <laughs> makes me want to experience some trauma and, uh. <laughs> be saved at the end of the day. Yeah. You know? May we all be like Lois Lane, <laughs> struggling through our days, but all the men want us. Always, ended up, <laughs> but all the men want us. Period. <laughs> well, we'll see you next week. Follow us on Instagram at wtf underscore b w a y. That's at wtf underscore b w a y. You can also find us on the TikTok under the same. At super easy, making it very simple for you to find us on all social media. Give us a little follow, give us a little like, give us a little comment. Heck, if you even feel so compelled on the on that Apple Podcast, on that Spotify, hit us with the oh okay, listen, if you're not gonna give us five stars, just don't bother. But if you feel compelled and you want to give a little five-star rating, a little We appreciate it. A little word of encouragement. What would Superman do? What would Lois Lane do? <laughs> Nothing. That's what she would do. And that's what you should She's do. Above it. <laughs> we'll see you next week. See ya.
Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.